What do you know? What do you know about it? What do you know? Nothing. You don't know nothing. that I have the ring light or I'm like damn I look good in the ring light a combination of both I'm not sure but something got me getting on here once again making some more content for y'all what's up <laughs> welcome back to the gray area or controversy realms free and so does the dialogue I am your host Dion Gray enjoy let's get into it so the other day just the other day I posted the like a phoenix i rise again content right and i asked for topics things that you all want to talk about but may not uh, be able to talk about or, or be comfortable talking about or just want somebody else to talk about because you always talking about or thinking about it and my good friend jessica responded to me with a fairly interesting topic. I was very happy to see that message. Thanks, Jessica, for writing in. You can see Jessica's message. Uh, it's a little bright, but it's, it's on there. Jessica says, Dion, hope you're doing well. I recently had a discussion with a friend about a topic that you brought up when we were at the mall. Jessica and I did a um, international student like retreat at JMU one time. I was the leadership uh, teacher and she was one of the international students visiting. But we all learned from each other, so it wasn't just like a me here, she here. It was, it was a constant evolution of all of us. Anyway, she said, you talked about how you think people make jokes at other people's expense. People who make jokes at other people's expense are not actually funny. The idea lingers on me and I, with my friend, just completely realized how many people hide their conscious, unconscious racism, sexism, etc. behind, it's just a joke. And sadly, some people, including myself in the past, laughed or at least failed to call out prolonging the injustice, at least failed to call them out prolonging the injustice. So first of all, thank you. Your thoughts initiated further discussion and made me able to see more depth behind those said to be harmless, funny, but turned out to be shitty jokes. I'm glad you'll continue with more content so I can still hear more of your thoughts from miles, kilometers away. She's in Indonesia. Uh, I think you'll be a perfect person to continue to talk about why these kinds of jokes are still considered funny in their impacts to the society. Best of luck for your future content. Jessica, you have cut some work out for me. I have rattled around i've been rattling around and my mind goes so many different places as i start to talk about this topic of you know intentional speech these statements are microaggressions micro triggers and i've got some definitions right here for you so a microaggression is a term used for commonplace daily verbal behavioral or environmental slights whether intentional or unintentional, that communicates hostile, derogatory, or negative attitudes towards stigmatized or culturally marginalized groups. So in this case, what I'm speaking of, a microaggression is not just a run-of-the-mill, oh, yo mama sold this, or why did the chicken cross the road? No, it's, it's not just for comedy. A microaggression is particularly calling out something that a marginalized or a stigmatized group 
actually deals with. Like this is a, it's a real, real subject matter hidden in joking mannerisms. So I was thinking of some examples and I was like, people microaggress when they say things like, Lizzo does really good music. I mean, she does really well for like a bigger artist like her. You know what I'm saying? Like she does really well. What does that mean? Huh? We calling attention to, to body positivity or body shaming. That's what we're really doing, but under the guise of, oh, but she does it really well. But like when you flip it around, the, the root of it is big women don't do well in this industry. They don't look good doing it and they don't sound good doing it. Like that's, that's really the, the derogatory comment at the back end of that comment. She does it really well. Or something else that I thought about was, uh, if you saw me at a cookout and it's got all the fixings out there and you saw me sit down and you're like, you ain't getting no watermelon? What? What? I didn't expect that. What the fuck are you so shocked for? Just cause I'm black don't mean I always love to eat watermelon. Like that's a stereotype, right? So going back to that, whether intentional or unintentional communicates hostile, derogatory or negative attitudes towards the stigmatized uh, cultural or marginalized group. So you might be saying, but Dion, in that example you previously gave, they didn't really, they, they weren't really communicating hostile or derogatory intent or being negative. They just asked, or it was like, you're, they were shocked. You didn't get no watermelon. Like, how could that, how could that be a bad thing? Well, on the other side of microaggressions, there's micro triggers. So a micro trigger is a subtle, Seemingly unimportant communication that matters a lot to an individual. All right. So you bridge the gap between the two. The aggression isn't always, it's not always a microaggression that, that pisses somebody off or gets under somebody's skin. Sometimes it's just the thing that you said in particular, like hit right uh, on my insecurity, like tap the nail right on the head and it, it set me off. It triggered me. So these statements and it takes time to really identify, is this a microaggression? Was this a micro trigger or am I just agitated right now? Is this like, am I just being sensitive? And it's a double edged sword. Um, some people will feel some things are triggers and aggressions while other people are like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. But the, the main part of it is you have to understand that these things exist and that you might say things completely off the cuff, not even intending to hurt anybody or make anybody feel any way and then set them off, right? And it's definitely not good to just dismiss how they're feeling based off of what you said, you know? Listen, hear them out, and take that as feedback for how you move, you know, as you go on in life. Don't just say shit because you have... You, you've feel like you need to, like, think it out. So that's where I start, that these statements and these jokes are microaggressions and micro-triggers. And the reason that that micro-piece is real important because they're not, like, obvious, blaring, discriminating statements. I hate you. You fucking ugly. You suck. Go back to your home. Like, they're not those types of comments. They are, like, case in point, I was in Vegas uh, a few weeks ago with my girlfriend, we were at a bar. We were getting drinks. We were just chilling. And we got set next to this uh, 
this this other family. It was uh, like a bunch of older white women. There's a few kids, but mainly a bunch of older white women. They were inebriated, of course, been drinking, chilling. It's Vegas. And before they left, one of the older white women turns to my girlfriend and she's like, that top looks really good on you. Like, it's so beautiful, right? And we're like, thank you. You know, well, of course I say thank you because, hey, that's my girlfriend. Yeah, I claim that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we say thank you. And she follows up with, especially against your dark skin. All right. All right, so we've got a two for one here, a microaggression and a micro trigger. Why is it a microaggression? Because at the root of her statement, that top looks really good on you, especially on your black skin, kind of brings a derogatory connotation of, so normally on black skin, these colors don't go. Or in general, you just don't find black skin attractive. Uh, you know, pick your poison. Which one do you want to apply? There's the microaggression piece in it. The second part of that, the micro trigger piece of it, well, one, the lady was just, it was really unintentional. I mean, we thought, as soon as she said it, we laughed. Like, we both looked at each other like, did she just, what? And that's what makes it a micro trigger. Like, the part that we're questioning it, it was subtle. It didn't seem intentional. She just didn't have the best language to say what she was thinking. there That's the micro-trigger piece. Like, she did not intend to be racist or offend us. She just said what, like, her comment the best way she knew how. You know, you're starting to step into, like, political correctness and things, like, of that nature when you go down that road. But that's a different conversation. We're not talking about political correctness. The lady's ending part of the statement, especially against your black skin, is the micro-trigger. And it's funny because it's not just a microaggression and trigger for my girlfriend, but it's also one for me. Because if she's like, especially against your dark skin, mind you, my girlfriend is like the shade of this yellow. What the fuck did she think I was? Like burnt crispy? Like, you know, you see how her statement to me brings out like nuances of colorism like you know it triggered me and I did feel a little bit like eh. you know if we were to dive a little bit deeper into what she was saying we probably find roots of like yeah she probably didn't think black people was that I, I don't know that's that's the big part of a microaggression and a micro trigger you've said something to me that sets me off and I don't know how to really address it because of how it was said. It wasn't said in a mean manner. We weren't going at each other. You just came out of your mouth and, and said what you said. Microaggression, micro-trigger. Unintentional or intentionally calling light to something that a marginalized or stigmatized group already you know, has going against them or is pointed out against them. So that's where I start, but it's not where we finish. I want to give you a way to kind of break down these situations and what's happening when microaggressions and micro-triggers are actually being said. So outright, there's the person that's saying the statement. There's the joker or the sender, you know. So that's where I start, but it's not where we finish. I want to give you a way to kind of break down these situations and what's happening when microaggressions and micro triggers are actually being said. So 
outright, there's the person that's saying the statement. There's the joker or the sender, you know, depending on which one you want to use, right? Then there's the subject matter. And again, we talked about, it's not just a run-of-the-mill joke. It's particularly joking about something that a marginalized or a stigmatized group already has to deal with in a real capacity. So people are already making fun of, you know, the skin or, or black people's skin. People are already making fun of uh, images and, and making body shaming a big thing in the entertainment industry. You know, people are already making these topics a big deal. And the microaggression piece comes in because you're doing it in a way that's like, oh, I'm not really, uh, not like that. It's not that serious. I'm just, you know, I'm just talking. So you're adding salt to a wound already festering. Okay, bet. So Joker, subject matter. There's the receiver. Clear as day, just like Joker. There's the interpretation and the reaction. Both of which are more subjective than the first three because in the previous example about my girlfriend we were talking about black people we were talking about their skin tones we were talking about how they look like subject matter joker receivers very much obvious the interpretation and the reaction were completely up to us in that point in time and you're going to have a different one like I said, depending on the situation you're in, we chose to interpret she didn't mean anything by it. And we chose to react in a positive way. And uh, ha, thank you, you know, appreciate the, the, the kindness, keep it moving. That's how we chose to interpret and react. But sometimes, if you're slick enough, and it, depending on what you choose to joke about you might get the interpretation and reaction of oh you're being funny now i gotta whoop your ass like and we saw that happen with the previous president and how stuff happened out in in the country and it was citizens that's a whole nother thing what i'm just saying and that, you know what it won't even discreet at that point it wasn't even a microaggression at that point you just had bigots coming out the woodwork saying whatever the fuck they thought and then meaning it you know like not even trying to hide it behind a joke you got texas out here making it okay or making it unlawful to abort babies and making it unlawful to teach black history like yeah no so definitely tripped on that last president Got some people fucked up out here. But anyway, back to the, ma the, the main shit at hand, right? Joker, subject matter, receiver, interpretation, and reaction. When you're starting to feel these social interactions happen, and when you're starting to feel these statements being said, try to apply and like identify which piece falls where in what I just heard. Who was the sender or the joker? Who was the receiver? How did they interpret? What was the subject matter? And it's really important because some subject matter is worse than others, right? So the one about me eating watermelon because I'm black is a little bit less offensive than like 
the comment about the black skin and the, the color that my girlfriend was wearing because, you know, one is just about what they like. The other is about what we look like. There's tears. There's tears. So, how to identify a microaggression, micro trigger, and, and how to label each piece of that social situation right there. You mentioned the effects that these statements have on society. And I thought of three different effects to different extents. Um, the first one is the effect that these statements have on us as the receiver, right? So people say so many things nowadays under the guise of, yeah, it's just a joke. Uh, don't take it so seriously. I'm just playing, et cetera, et cetera. And what this does is, is, is make you feel crazy. You know, it makes you think of all the different morals and values and other things that you have that make you you. And it's like, well, am I wrong to feel this way because I interpreted and reacted to this statement? Like that, like, I didn't think I was that far out of bounds. I, I thought what they were speaking about was a more serious topic, but when they said it, the people that I was around, they didn't necessarily feel anything, and maybe, maybe I am wrong. No, you're not wrong. People say slick shit all the time now and don't expect to be checked. There's a problem with accountability uh, now that I think people want to be able to do everything, but... When you do it, do you do it well? And do you do it to the level that I should support you through it? They don't want to have that conversation. It's just let me do whatever I want to do and not hear no feedback on it. So, one, these microaggressions, micro-triggers, and playing them off like they're not deeper causing a lot of uh, uh, psychological turmoil for the people who are like, no, this should actually mean something. And that's just not, that's not good. We don't need people feeling alienated like nobody understands them, like they're not heard. That's when bad things happen. The second thing I thought about how it affects society, it's more internal, but I think it's a, it is a truism that we all need to come to terms with. And that is the fact that whether you like it or not, your words have power, like I can't stress it enough. It bothers me. And it kind of runs off of that first point, how people are, are saying, oh, it's not that serious. Don't take yourself too seriously. I'm just playing. It's not that deep. Yes, it is. Whether you want to acknowledge it or not, your words have power. So if you're joking, oh, I ain't shit. I ain't never going to do that. Or you're really down on yourself. I really don't have the ability to do this. I'm not really feeling the most confident. I don't believe I can do this. They have the same effect. Like, Case in point, I'm sure we all were told about like safe bets versus like those reach goals. You know what I'm talking about? Because we did the same thing trying to get into school. What's a safety school? And then what's a school you're trying to reach for? Same thing with jobs. What's a job I know I can get, but what's a job that, you know, I'm a reach for that's a little bit outside of where I'm comfortable, right? If you joke and say that you can't reach your highest point, you're not going to reach it. Like, that puts energy out there on you. You don't want to joke. Self-deprecating, it's good in moderation. 
But it's not good for when you're actually trying to get energy and motivation to do something. Your words have power. So whether you're joking, being serious or not, think about what you're saying. Because you could just be working yourself out of something or putting some, you know, some bad energy on somebody else with what you're saying. So think about the power that your words have. And then following right up behind that is things aren't deep just when they pertain to you. So if you build from all three of those points, starting at the fact that things are deeper than they appear and your words have power all the time, like then you realize just as much as I'm affected when somebody else says something, I should probably watch my tongue when I'm about to go say what I'm thinking because how could this affect somebody else? And I can't just go around spewing, saying bullshit just because I don't care. But then somebody turn around and say something to me, say one thing, and I'm all up in arms, you know. I'm in my feelings. No, things can't just be deep when they pertain to you. So really think about what you're going to say before you say it. Because if somebody else said it back to you, how are you feeling? Just think it through. Just think it through. I'm finishing up with what I think you can do. To, to be an advocate, to be a proponent of, you know, real jokes, positivity, self-love, all of that. Really, it just starts with being intentional. Being intentional, being intentional, being intentional. What do I mean? Three things. Stop and, like I said, think about what you're going to say. And I actually wrote it down. I said, does my opinion really need to be said or has the sentiment already been expressed? This isn't, this isn't just about micro triggers anymore. This is about being intentional in your speech always, right? So does my opinion really need to be said or has it been captured? That's something you could think about. We have the ability to speak. Everybody has the uh, option to speak, but do they need to exercise that? No. Especially if it's already been said. We've been in classes where people keep saying the same thing over and over, like the slightest change in variation. Like, come on now. It's already been covered. <laughs> um, like I already said, how would I feel if this were said to or about me? If I don't want it, nine times out of ten, it's probably not going to be the best for anybody else either. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. <laughs> and third... With being intentional, it is coming to terms with the fact that not everybody is going to agree. Not everybody's going to like what I had to say. But at least with me being thorough, thinking it out, being intentional with what I'm going to say, I have my points ready. You know, I can be in a, a good discussion with you about if you oppose what I'm thinking, why. And, and I can tell you why I actually believe or, or I'm saying what I'm saying, not just spewing bullshit because for the hell of it you know so i hope that makes sense be intentional and there's plenty of other ways to be intentional these are just three i'm sure you can think of some of your own ways to be intentional i'm sure you can think of some of your own microaggressions or micro triggers that you've either said heard or had said to you that made you feel like what the fuck yeah think about that let me know what some of your experiences are and uh We'll keep the conversation going. <laughs> Appreciate you for watching. Deuces.
ask y'all for stuff. I really do want it. Like, I, I sit here and spin my wheels, but I'll actually go somewhere once I'm starting to talk to somebody or talking to you. So continue. Let me know. Hit me in my DMs if you don't want to leave something in the comments. I won't, you know, I won't let everybody know who it is if you want to be more anonymous. I can do that. Like, let's work. <laughs>